From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your midday News Fix for Friday the 11th of February. In this update, the loudspeakers and the speeches are on for the fourth day outside Parliament. Anti-mandate protesters have been camped outside the Beehive since Tuesday. Jack Crossland is there. The number of protesters gathering on Parliament's lawn is growing. Hundreds here for the speeches that have just begun. No arrests have been made since yesterday's 122. However, there were two overnight, but they were alcohol-related incidents. Protesters are labelling police actions yesterday as abuse. However, Superintendent Corrie Parnell said officers acted fairly and professionally. And Nationals' Jerry Brownlee says there's some truth to the suggestion the anger among protesters in Parliament is indicative of more widespread anger. I think the problem with the protesters is that it actually makes it difficult for people to engage in legitimate discussion about their concerns, not only over some of the restrictions we're under, but also the efficacy of the vaccine for all people. There's further calls to declare a health workforce emergency. The Association of Salaried Medical Professionals was the first to announce it wanted the government to declare an emergency. As Omicron cases continue, the Society of Anaesthetists has joined the call, wanting urgent action on the issue. Low-income workers are getting a boost this first quarter. The government has announced the minimum wage will increase to $21.20 from April. Minister for Workplace Relations and Safety Michael Wood says raising it will directly benefit approximately 300,000 workers. It amounts to an extra $48 a week for someone working a 40-hour week. Council of Trade Unions President Richard Wagstaff says that will really help. Good news and we really need minimum wages to stay ahead so that working people on minimum wage can, can keep their head above water. A North Canterbury football club has voted against bringing in vaccine mandates for the 2022 season. Oxford Football Club surveyed its members on whether they would support the proposed New Zealand football eligibility criteria. Courtney Winter reports. The criteria would mean all club members who are eligible would need to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 to participate. More than 80% voted no and supported a possible in-house competition arrangement. Oxford Football Club says they're continuing to have discussions with other clubs to figure out how community football will work under the traffic light framework. Costly damage in the wake of the recent torrential rain on the west coast. The water supply at Waimangaroa has been damaged by slips, with water being tanked to the settlement until it can be repaired. Meanwhile, highways north to Karamea and east through the lower Buller Gorge remain closed due to rockfall and surface flooding. Mayor Jamie Klein says it's going to be a costly job. The big ticket items are going to be some of this infrastructure damage, significant roading and, uh, and bridges and water supplies right across the district. To sport, double Olympic champion skier Michaela Schifrin is back on the Super G start gate this afternoon, looking to resurrect her Beijing Games campaign after crashing out of her slalom and giant slalom races. Just as his father, Ubert, did at Calgary in 1988, Austrian skier Johannes Strolls won the Olympic gold medal in the Alpine combined race. And Liverpool has closed the gap on Premier League football leaders Manchester City to nine points after a 2-0 win over Leicester at Anfield. I'm Malcolm Jordan and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the Newstalk ZB newsroom. For more news, listen to Newstalk ZB live on iHeartRadio.